Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Minutes with Mute presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. Well, if you're a BC football fan, you need to be a part of the BC Football Gridiron Club. Go to bcfootballgridiron.com to get more details. It's a great club, pregame, before and away, uh, excuse me, on road games, uh, food, everything you want. Just a fun, fun time. Be a part of the BC Football Gridiron Club. That's bcfootballgridiron.com for more details. Okay, we bring in Scott Mutrum, BCQB, now the current silent reporter for the Learfield Radio BC Network. Scott, nice to get a win. BC one and two after defeating Maine, uh, thirty-eight to seventeen. Absolutely, always good to get a win. And if anyone follows on social media, made it a point to to not apologize for winning. Everyone wants it to look better, obviously, and everyone wants to a pretty fifty-point win with um, you know everybody else getting a chance to play. But in the end you don't get extra credit for it, right? So you just get credit for the win, and it was good to see some execution on the offensive front. Um, as the game went on, the ability to run the ball was um, was good. Uh, I thought the uh, the defense played well, minus, uh, you know, a drive right there. Uh, some definite special teams faux pas with two missed field goals and a uh, like 16-yard punt that gave uh, Maine a short field, but all in all, it's good to get a win. It gets a positive momentum for a group that's struggling for some confidence and just, you know, having just getting a win and getting one on the scoreboard. And then as a former QB yourself, how do you evaluate Phil Dracovic? 25 of 37, 320 yards and two TDs. How do you evaluate uh, Phil's performance? Yeah, it didn't take the huge hits that he had taken in the first couple games. Made some big plays down the field to Jaden Williams and Jay Flowers, which was great to see. Um, hit some good underneath stuff. Would like to see a little more consistency in the in the shorter shorter passing game to the to the running backs and to the wide receivers on some of those bubble screens and crossing routes. Give those guys a chance to make a play. But I mean, he did what he did, and throwing the ball deep is what he does really well. And he he, he plays there, and it was uh, it's good to see him getting the time and having that ability to do that. And then on the other end, BC's defense. How do you evaluate their performance versus Maine? I mean, good. They had a couple, um, you know, a couple turnovers, which were nice. Great interception by Cam Arnold. Unfortunately, they weren't able to capitalize on that. Um, a fumble on fourth down, which they would have turned over on downs because you know Maine was driving and they stopped them there. Uh, you know, Maine made a couple plays in the passing game, which we haven't seen from you know a lot of teams this year. Uh, I thought they did a pretty decent job of stopping the, the main running attack uh, and, and played pretty well. And the, you know, the scores they gave up were kind of short field scores, which has kind of been the you know the tone this year. So uh, all in all, I thought they played well. They need to you know generate a little more pressure on the quarterback and obviously stop the running game. But all in all, pretty pretty happy with the way they played this entire year. And then in the post game, how did you evaluate Coach Halfley? Was is he uh, pretty good spirits after the game, or is he kind of just moving on to Florida State? 
I mean, he was moving on the Florida State, but he was definitely a little disappointed. You could see it in his body language that he thought there were just moments where, you know, you've seen it this time with this team a couple times this year already, is some of the letdowns when they have teams on the ropes. Like, they had Rutgers on the ropes, and they had ability to, you know, to go finish that game and, and, and get a W on opening weekend. And then I think in Virginia Tech, they got it to a one-score game. And there's just those lapses in whether it's attention to detail or, or whether it's effort or not. And then in this main game, just some, you know, some unfortunate mistakes that allowed me to kind of be in the ballpark. So I think you can see that, you know, there's stuff to work on. Uh, but I definitely, you know, see some of the frustration that, that he has and that he wants it to be better. But, you know, it's good to get a win. I, I didn't think he really enjoyed it as much. And I tried to tell him, as much. you know, it's all right to enjoy the win. But, he was already kind of getting ready for Florida State and the trip down to Tallahassee. Yes, and before we move on to that game, uh, Scott, I'd like just to get your thoughts. And you're right. you got to have that killer instinct. When someone's down, just pound them away. Uh, how, speaking of that killer instinct, how do you evaluate the offensive line? That's what everyone's talking about, the, uh, the performance by the O-line unit for BC. Well, you know, they, they did a pretty good job. They kept Phil upright most of, most of the time. He did get a couple um, – they take a couple hits but none like you saw versus Virginia Tech or even versus Rutgers. And, you know, some of that, as I've explained through through these first couple weeks, is, you know, scheme-wise, they're trying to push the ball down the field to their playmakers. I thought they did a good job of kind of throwing the ball a little more uh, horizontally uh, to just slow that rush down, get the ball to playmakers in space and, and not have the offensive line have to, um, you know, hold up in pass protection because it takes time to get the field. So, you know, that's a tough thing to ask. I thought they, they did do some a good job of bringing in some tight ends to help on the pass protection. You know, they got the running game going later. Some of that was from, you know, the the new freshman running back, Ben Patrick Garwo, who had a nice long touchdown run to kind of seal the deal. Um, but, you know, you'd like to see a little more consistency in that running game. But hopefully the end of that game gave them some confidence and give them the ability, something to build on. And, you know, there's nothing like experience. And now some of these guys are two, three games in. Hopefully you're going to get Ozzy Trapillo back this weekend, which would be a big help after losing Kevin Klein to an ACL injury versus Virginia Tech. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. To your point, too, Patrick Garwo, 17 carries for 78 yards. So you're right. they got to build on that as you head into Florida State. Tallahassee and Scott, the Seminoles, 3-0 this year. A win over Louisville. And uh, have a, I think believe that was a week ago Thursday, so we're gonna have a long break. Uh, just your take on the Florida State Seminoles? Yeah, I think you know, super talented. Mike Norvell's done a really good job there, um, kind of getting his his guys in there. I think there needed to be a little bit of an adjustment from the the guys that were there to his guys and buying into his system, and and they've done that. Um, there's always talent down in Florida State, and now he's kind of you know, harnessed that and, and brought them in and they're playing really well as evidenced by their record. Um, 
I think they're they're struggling a little bit protecting their quarterback, as evidence. Travis uh, Romeo Travis got hurt. Um, you know, was in a walking boot at the end of that Louisville game. So who knows if he's going to be available? Um, you know, from the looks of it, it didn't look good. But you know, they're young; they heal fast. Uh, you know, recuperation methods, and uh, we'll see how that goes uh, for them. And if, if he doesn't play, uh, you know, that would help BC a little bit. Uh, you know, anytime you get a backup in, although you know the backup did a good job versus uh, Louisville, kind of finished that game off for them. So um, it's always tough to play down in Tallahassee. It's going to be loud. It's a night game, so you're going to have some atmosphere there. So uh, the Eagles just. Uh, need to kind of settle the ship and build on that positive momentum going uh, going on the Tallahassee for a night game. Okay, last question before we let you get out of here. Night game, as you mentioned, Tallahassee, travel. What's your plans? and How's the food action going to be? It's going to be a late night for you on Saturday night. Late night in the early morning. Um, unfortunately, I am not making the trip this weekend. Oh, okay. I have a previous commitment that I had to attend, that I have to attend to, so I'm not going to be down in Tallahassee, but the boys will be holding up their end and uh, – Hopefully having a good pregame meal. There's some good spots down in Tallahassee that we've gone to before. Um, always a nice area to uh, to enjoy, uh, obviously, the, the capital of Florida. So there's some good things to, to go uh, the, the day before and then, uh, you know, and then uh, entertain themselves by watching some games going into, um, um, going into the night game. But hopefully they travel safe. It's a long trip. They'll be getting home quite early in the morning, I bet. You go out and see your morning, grab your morning paper. You'll see them all rolling in, probably around six or seven in the morning. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll see uh, how everything goes there. But uh, hoping, hoping the Eagles, you know, start to build some positive momentum and just start carrying that for the next next couple games. And then I'm sure the BC football be a tough stretch. Yeah, no question. I'm sure for fans going, the BC Football Gridiron Club will have events too. So just check out their website, bcfootballgridiron.com. And I think for for the Eagles, this is you know you're getting into the you hate to use the term hard schedule, but you got three big games with Florida State, Louisville, and Clemson coming, and uh, pretty talented, physically talented teams. And this is going to be a good, uh, you know, a good state to kind of see where they're at, a good measuring stick to see how much the improvement has taken and, and where they're at, and the adjustments that they they're making on both sides of the football. And hopefully, those uh, adjustments take hold, and then uh, they start to just continue to to get better. Because um, as Tom O'Brien always used to say, you you never stay the same. You either get worse or you get better. Well, Scott, in my mind, you're always the getting better, and we're love, looking <laughs> forward to hearing from you next week. Hopefully, after a BC win. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate it. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm, based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.